Hey guys, Russell Verhey, one degree, second session. Here we go for the guys that missed, right? So we're podcasting these, and it's a six-part series. So Dave Jewett, for some of you got new guys uh, with one degree, if you look on the uh, your worksheet, uh, onedegree.com, you'll see Dave's smiling face. And uh, one degree is a nonprofit formed several years ago, and it formed out of uh, Dave's passion just to really help coach men who are really stuck. And there's a lot of guys that are just really stuck, because it seems like typically the guys that go through the one degree process are late 30s up to early 50s, somewhere in there. They're just in a place of transition, trying to figure out, hey, I just had a change in my job or career or something. Who am I? What am I supposed to do? And so most of us here have gone through personality assessments. You've gone through all the testing in the world. The difference with this is it's, it's a coaching process. And, it's, and so there's coaches all throughout the United States that basically volunteer their time all the way from Lake Tahoe to Atlanta up to New York and Canada. That you know, they, It's a network of guys who will get on the phone with guys like you and volunteer their time to help you through the one-degree process. So, so this is our experiment at New Life, just to, to, to introduce the idea um, of one degree. And as, as a few of you that this really connects with, because you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> you're in a tough place, and you just you need to get some help in this area to get some clarity to kind of get you moving again, either because of unemployment or you're just completely disillusioned with your job, and you know you sense something's coming, but you're not quite sure what. Uh, you know, you, there's no way you can see all angles. And so that's really where you need a coach. You need somebody who can walk with you. Um, I I can say without a shadow of a doubt, uh, a bold statement, this thing here tonight, the net, would not be here without the coaching and time and care from Dave Jewett and going through this one degree process. Without a shadow of a doubt. And if that does anything, if you remember anything tonight, is that whatever the expression is by faith in your life, whatever's burning in you, whatever vision God's given you, it's there for a purpose. And part of that is stewarding your story to be able to get in alignment by faith with what God is burning in you. And so, and, and it, it's literally a daily step. And so that's one of the things I love about this process is one degree is about a five-month-long journey. And it's not a five-day, and it's not a six-week session. So this is one degree light at best. Um, and part of the reason why a, it is a six-module, if you look at the, the overview on the first page, you'll see the words design. It's an acronym. And that's really the process that you'd go through. But one of the biggest hang-ups is uh, the, the driver's is really trying to nail down what that piece is. But before we get into that, this will be the only night that I share. Dave's got a great lineup of some really seasoned guys that are going to come in over the next few weeks. So the third week, uh, a guy who's coming in, uh, who's gone through this. I mean, so there's the next three weeks are guys here locally who've gone through this. And then Dave is going to fly back from Tulsa on the six weeks to finish us off. And on that six week, he's actually going to, share with us in the main session. So, And then we'll decide where we're at as far as doing this same thing in the um, you know, 
in a next uh, next six week session of the net. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, our hope and goal is that a few of you will really get get a hold of this thing, and and a hope would be that something like the net, something would just be birth inside of you as you get aligned with who you are. So let me let me ground this thing biblically a little bit. Anybody got a Bible? Yeah. Novel idea, right? Second Timothy. 3, 16, and 17. It's like a curveball. Where's he going with that? Somebody read that loud and clear. 2 Timothy 3, 16, and 17. Anybody got that for memory? Anybody got it memorized? It's okay. Go ahead. Go, Maddie. All scripture is good. <clears throat> or, I'm sorry. All scripture is God-breathed. And in useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every good work. So what does scripture do? It sounds like it prepares us, equips us, trains us for every good work. So let's hang on that. And then somebody flip over to Ephesians 2.10. Read that for me, please. Ephesians 2.10. Eight and nine are pretty good, but we only have a few minutes. So, verse ten, Ephesians two ten. So we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to, be, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's right. So there's there's an equipping and training. We get that from the Word of God. We get that from the counsel of the Scriptures, and we also get that from the counsel of others. But we're in. All of us men are here in this training for a work that God has prepared in advance for us to do. So, I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, I can sit in the classroom all we want, but at some point i got to put my hands into something. And that's really what I love about this process, um, this one-degree process. So, if you guys can grab your worksheets. Um, it, did any of you guys get a chance to go through the first section? Okay. Phil's... Really? That's it. Anybody? Okay. My, oh, got one more time. How many guys went through the first section the drivers okay so you guys went through that whole piece okay um let me go through this real quick the the drivers is is like um i'm about to call on tommy because he knows this stuff better than i do but um the drivers is basically the engine of who you are everybody has got some kind of shell depending on their year make and model right but what's, what's under the hood? What's under the hood of you as far as what you are torqued to do, whether you're a Corvette or you're an H1 for going up over, over the mountains? And, and, that, and, and, and that really is the guts of this kind of thing. And if we're to go through a, a, a one-degree process with you, uh, the way Dave has simplified this is, is reds, yellows, and greens. And as you take this test and go through a series of what, what's your greens, what's your yellows and reds, the purpose is, is to really nail down and hone down how is God, what is the engine that God has stuck inside of you. Uh, for, for me, where this thing became really real, uh, what, what I'll call is moving from an intuition to a conviction of who I am I'm intuitively like, well, you know, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be doing this because I'm 
kind of getting wore out, to a conviction that says, no, I don't need to be doing that. And part of that is my story of two years ago, running a furniture business, having a 100,000 square foot warehouse with lots of furniture and employees and everything else, and I'm sitting in the back of the warehouse dealing with punch lists and this and stuff and whatever, and it's just like I've got my project management hat on, and something inside of me goes, eh, you know, this is not quite, I can do it, and I'm skilled at it, but this isn't my engine. This is not what I can be doing, and when I say your engine, what can you do when you look at this list? What could you literally do six to even eight hours a day and finish your day still energized? Now that's a big question and it's hard to answer because we're viewing it through the paradigm of our existing work life, what we're doing. And so if you break that down, and that's the practical question. But as you go through this one degree process, then you're getting to a point that says, God's made me for a reason, and so there needs to be some alignment to doing that. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the end of this is you quit your job. It may be something as simple as letting your yes be yes and your no be no. There's just certain things you don't need to be taking on to please your boss And so that you step out on faith and you have a real conversation and say, let me take a different angle. What if I took this piece on this? And let me give you a very specific answer to this. Pastor Brady, this is on record, so, uh uh-oh. Pastor Brady asked me, would you consider, you know, maybe, you know, helping us pastor the men at New Life Church? This was fall of 2010. And, 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 And he's a visionary guy with lots of ideas. And he said, I, I, I think I'd like you to do this, 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 and maybe this and this. And it was just like, time out. <laughs> that sounds great. But, and there may be a guy that could do that, but that's not me. And being in a place where it's like, wow, Pastor Brady, I, I want him to like me. I, I, I'd love to say yes because I want to have a relationship with him. But to have the conviction to say that's not who I am. I know that might fit the role, in what you, but we need to talk about this. And so getting to a place where I could say, let's, let's talk about that, but I, let me come back and maybe propose something a little different that's maybe more aligned with who I am. Does that make sense as a real example? <laughs> because if, if the stewardship part is if I said yes because I wanted to when his approval or whatever my motivation was, that would have been a train wreck. Anybody been there? Right. That's the one degree journey, right? So we're trying to end the train wrecks and get us in line. So the starting place is what's in the engine, what's in the engine of Augie Mendoza. And starting that process with your greens, yellows, and reds and going through this And I think we need to just take some time tonight um, and literally let you guys go through that process. So um, that would be our goal tonight. If you've already gone through the process, let me ask you to do it again. I'd like you to go through, if you're here on the second time of doing this, I'd like you to identify your greens 
and go through the same exercise again of nailing down what is a one, two, or three. What, what, what could you do one hour a day in your greens? Two to three, four to six, something like that, where you could stay energized in that green. And this is the guys that have already gone through this exercise. Because where this is going, at least for me, I was so stuck because of my paradigm in 2010. It took me six weeks to go through just the drivers. I was really stuck. And so, because what Dave was asking me to do is to take a list of 300 words and say, the reality is, you only have three. And we're not done until you land on three. And I'm like, you're nuts. I'm a pretty sharp guy. I think I got 20. And he goes, yeah, you're a sharp guy, but you don't have 20. You got three. And you got to get that thing. And this is a lot of prayer. There's a lot of inviting some feedback from guys that know me, my wife, and just really honing that thing down. So we're literally in the driving piece of this workshop is getting you from 300 down to 3 that is a point of conviction so that when your wife, your boss, your buddy asks you to do something, you have an immediate flag that says, that's not me, even though it may be a good thing. There's the good things... There's the great things, there's the God things, and that's really what we're scratching on here tonight. So I want to take, um, I want to give you guys, um, let's just go ten minutes and just go as far as you can. Let's make it nine minutes. And then I want to just have you guys share, um, maybe the the second week guys, kind of share what your experience is so far and we'll unpack this. So does that sound good? Can you guys jump in on that? So, okay, go. Go.